allow men just to hear like, you know, we are men, we have these struggles, we deal with these issues, mm -hmm. you know, they are real things, but we have one thing in common, is we have Jesus and he loves us. Right. Welcome to Grave Robbers Fire Circle, a men's ministry that robs the grave from the enemy by sharing the redeeming love of Jesus through the word of life. Come and join us around the fire as we seek to be set ablaze in brotherhood and spiritual wisdom through the Holy Spirit by sharing life, our struggles, our victories, our breakthroughs. Welcome. Welcome back, fellow grave robbers. We're continuing on with Luke 15, Parable of the Lost Son. Today, still with us, we have our brother William. Thank you for staying in here with us and, Thank you and having that. wanting to continue out this awesome chapter. And in last episode, we read about the son and him taking his share of the estate and going and squandering it and had an aha moment of coming to his senses. And he said, I'm going to go back to my father. Uh, I have sinned against heaven and against you. This is what he was planning to say to his father. William, you want to yeah, continue, reading continue, continue, continue reading for us in Luke? But while he was still a long way off, his father saw him and was filled with compassion for him. He ran to his son, threw his arms around him and kissed him. The son said to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and against you. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. But the father said to his servants, Quick, bring the best robe and put it on him. Put a ring on his finger and sandals on his feet. Bring the fattened calf and kill it. Let's have a feast and celebrate, for this son of mine was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found. So they began to celebrate. So Pause there for a moment. Yeah. Talk about the father the portion father. there. Yeah. Well, that's amazing, right? What I like here is his father saw him and was filled with compassion for him. He ran to his son. I mean, that's, that's that we said it before, but it's just like how this amazing love of God, of Jesus for us, right? Mm -hmm. He's so compassionate and he, he just run where we are. I mean, he, he's not waiting like, just come, I'm here. No, he, he's mm. just chasing you. He, he goes for you. I mean, he just sees you a distance. He knows like you need him and he's running to you and he's saying, I'm here. It's just amazing how we need that part. And I guess the part of the son going to the father and says, I need to repent. Mm -hmm. I feel not worthy. Again, that's the point. I mean, sometimes, I mean, in our life, we feel like, you know, I'm not worthy. I'm, I don't deserve this. And I just want to share something. I mean, for the ones that are listening that, you know, maybe you don't know the Lord and you, you don't relate to this and you are like, but I don't even have a good relationship with my father. So I don't even understand this part. Mm -hmm. So look, I, I can tell you, like, you know, I've been there. So I can understand you. If you don't have a good relationship with your father and you are like, I don't even talk to that guy. You know, I don't want to see him. I hate him. All this kind of stuff that we hear out there. Do you know the father in heaven is completely different? I mean, right. it, it happens to me. It heals me. So, I mean, it can heal you as well. I mean, it, he's a real father. Sometimes we have this misperception about God, the father, because of what we have with our fathers here on mm -hmm. earth. But I mean, I can tell you like, he can come and hug you. He can come and be with you. Yeah. And he's a real father and he's nothing related to any experience that you have with your father here on earth. This is exactly what this parable is all about. That Just like he is a good father and he's, he's, he's real. That's he's true. real. 
you know, a lot of times we base the relationship where why do I want to be close to God if he's going to be like my dad? That's correct. Right? I mean, sometimes we're harsh, right? I mean, we're all fathers. You know, we're I, not perfect. No. I mean, every father. And, that, he, and, that's, is, and that's the thing, yeah, because we're, we're earthly, earthly fathers, right? We, yes. We're still made of flesh and bone. We're going to get it wrong, right? We're going to either reprehend or, or scream or be a little harsh on our kid. And then we're thinking, why did I do that? I don't want him to look at me. Yes, I want him to respect me, but not fear me. Like fear me in the sense that I can't go to him and, and I can't tell him stuff, right? And, yeah. and sometimes I, I do catch myself like being a little harsh. I don't want him to have that perception of our right. hobby father that he's harsh. and Yeah, and I, I mean, I'm not trying to put you on the spot, Javier. I mean, you've shared a little bit about your personal history and your relationship with your father. I've had a great earthly father, but even he has fallen short. And we mm -hmm. all fall short as, as much as we've yeah. tried. We all have kids, yeah. like you said. I know so many people that feel that way, that have had not good relationships with their father, but I think you can recognize there's something amazing of us all having the same heavenly father. It says in the Bible that Paul cried out, Abba, Father. It means daddy. Right. That person, that intimacy. That, yes. With, with. And you can recognize that there is that relationship, that family model mm -hmm. that he created in all the way back to Genesis, that father, son, and daughter relationship. That's the invitation to be sons and daughters through Jesus, to be restored back to our Heavenly Father. So I think even if anyone does not have a good example of a relationship with their father, they can recognize that there is that dynamic. There is that relationship. Mm -hmm. And yeah. if they search themselves, that want is there. We yeah. all have it because yeah. we, as we talked in last episode, there's that emptiness yeah. without mm -hmm. it. Yes. And that's that searching and seeking. And this is the source. Our that's Heavenly right. Father mm -hmm. is that perfect father. Right. That perfect relationship, that good, good father who the Bible says he will never forsake us. Mm -hmm. And he will never let us down. And as we've been reading in Luke 15, he seeks us out. He pursues us. I love that image. I, I forget where I read Jewish men, elder men, did not run. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right? But this guy doesn't care. Right. He runs after his son. Yeah. After we just talked in last episode, he's brought disgrace on the family. Mm -hmm. He's squandered his inheritance. Yeah. Yeah. And I think in Deuteronomy, in the law, if you were squandered the estate, you were to be stoned. That's a death sentence. And the father says right here, he says, he was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found. And that idea that when we come to our father and we say, I need you. Mm -hmm. I think you said that, William, of just crying out, Jesus, I need you. Yeah. Heavenly Father, I need you. He runs to you. Yeah, he despite runs. what what it is, and that is that redemption and that deliverance. We were dead in our sins and in our transgressions, mm -hmm. and then we are made alive again. Yeah, a small testimony from my relationship with my my dad. Um, growing up, my dad was awesome. He worked from Monday to Saturday night it was always he got schoolwork you know he's tired and we always had dinner together he was always a present father we had great relationships sundays were road trip days wherever the car took us you know we'll spend the whole day but it was not until much later that some pure misunderstanding or lack of communication you know our relationship kind of went sour for mm. several years after i married you know the enemy kind of prepares right like different ways kind of set you up but for about seven years we didn't really talk We'll talk like once a month, once every two months. And every time before calling him, I would pray, God, just give me a good conversation. Let things not go sour. Just conversations that doesn't end well. Right, right. And every time it was a tense conversation from my side. I was always kind of like tense, you know, like see if everything's good. Let's just talk quickly, you know, get done with it. And then seven years later, we were planning on having kids. And we're like, you know, this can't go on, right? This conversation, mm. the way it's going can't go on. And then we sat down to talk. And after that talk, cry 
hugs mm. just because of misunderstanding wow. from seven years. That's amazing. Sometimes it's just that lack of conversation or, you know, sometimes you might think your father hates you or whatever it is. I felt that, you yeah. know, I felt that my dad hated me for marrying my wife that was Christian and because things had not gone the way that he wanted it to go. Wow. So there was a whole misunderstanding that years later after talking about it, wow. that moment, it's kind of like what was dead became alive again and the hug and the, and the cry and it just like that, you know, seven years he didn't talk to my wife. Wow. The, and after we had a conversation, the next day, him and my wife were hugging. Wow. God rescues. Yeah. yeah. And it's, uh, there's another thing that is really important here is like, you know, he comes to the father, what the father does is the most important thing is he's just start looking for him. It's like, oh no, let's bring the best for mm -hmm. him. Mm -hmm. Right. Let's have a party for him. Let's give him this gift. And they have different meanings, right? The robe, the ring, and mm -hmm. we can talk about that. But the important thing is, what is the reaction, right? It's not just, you know, the normal thing that you're going to think, okay, I go to the father and then now he's going to start telling me, yes, I forgive you, but blah, 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 this and <laughs> right, this and this. Right. So no, the father comes and starts feeling us with his love. Mm -hmm. And that's exactly what is going to transform our lives when we come to him. So you acknowledging him, you know, as we said the last time, when we come to our senses and we know that I need to change, something is wrong in my life, and we just can acknowledge the Father, He's going to bring you the best. He's not going to come with condemnation. He's not going to come to accuse you. He's not going to come to, you know, remind you all the bad things. No, mm -hmm. He's not going to speak about that. He's going to come and He's going to give you your new robe. This is your ring. This is my party for you. And we're not going to talk about that. We're going to move on. Mm -hmm. right. That is an amazing thing for anybody who's listening to us. If you feel like you are in that situation, it's like you're not going to come and the Father is going to start making you accountable right now. He's going to fill you with love yeah. and you're going to feel transformed. You're, yeah, you're so right. I love the son had planned out all that he was going to say. Mm -hmm. Yes. The father interrupts him. Yeah. The father doesn't let him finish. Yes. Like he's that quick to forgive him, bring him in and restore him with the robe and the ring. I can just imagine the son just trying to get the <laughs> spiel out. Like, well, hold on, wait, wait, no, yeah, she's exactly. like, no, 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 no come no, on. I don't want to have a party. You're back. That's, you're alive. You're, you're, that's, back. you're, alive. you're right. There's, there, there's no condemnation. There's no. no guilt. That is all lies of the yeah. enemy. The son's heart was there. The son's heart was turned and postured and repentant and that was it yeah. boom yeah like Done. you said there's no buts you know yes. you're back but you jesus know, no yes. there's really no buts should, should we, we want to read about the the brother verse, verse 25. 25 yeah meanwhile the older son was in the field when he came near the house he heard music and dancing so he called one of the servants and asked him what was going on your brother has come he replied and your father has killed the fattened calf because he has him back safe and sound. The older brother became angry and refused to go in. So his father went out and pleaded with him. But he answered his father, Look, all these years I've been slaving for you and never disobeyed your orders. Yet you never gave me even a young goat so I could celebrate with my friends. But when this son of yours, who has squandered your property with prostitutes, come home, you kill the fattened calf for him. My son, the father said, you are always with me and everything I have is yours. But we had to celebrate and be glad because this brother of yours was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found. 
This is really amazing. One of the things that is really important here, and it's happening, I mean, this society today is like everybody is looking about what is, others are doing. And what Jesus is saying here is like, I care about you. I don't care about what other people says about you, mm -hmm. or who you are, mm -hmm. what you did. This situation with the brothers, right? It's like, you know, he started judging and saying, you know, and that happens today, like uh, how you can compare with this one and this one is better than you. We can just start talking about all these mm -hmm. things. I mean, again, go back yeah. to this performance issue that we right. like. And we are in this in this society, in this moment that, you know, we are judging each other, mm -hmm. right? And, and this part of Jesus mm -hmm. is saying, I mean, the father here is quickly to say to the son, like, don't worry about it. <laughs> right. You know, I care about you as I care for your brother. And he's not taking positions. Yeah. Right. You know, he actually even immediately goes back and say like, hey, you're with me. Yeah. You have everything. You have access to everything. Do you forget about it? Well, not only access, but if he'd already shed off the inheritance to his brother, this son now owns everything. Correct. He's, he's entitled yeah. to everything. Right. So it's, it's his now, yeah. which to us, that's our identity. We, we are now sons and daughters of the Most High God. Mm -hmm. We've been engrafted in. Javier, you really spoke to this before. Of, that's our identity. Yeah. yeah. But we get so caught up, like you were saying, judging other people. And, and again, reminded that he's talking to the Pharisees here and, and they're all like, but we follow the law. I mean, these are commendable attributes. Yeah. You know, the brother says, you know, I've done everything you've asked and I've worked the fields. Those are commendable attributes. Yeah. But it's that pride and that judging that set him apart. Society does that. And yeah, we just forget, right? I mean, we, we forget, forget the, the blessings that we have. Yeah. We could be sitting in a comfortable house, comfortable car, you know, and then all of a sudden, like in a social media, you see that good friend of yours just got like double the house and what I have and, yeah. you know, a nice car. Yeah. We don't know the other struggles, right? We don't know like everything mm. else, mm. but we immediately see the best that they're putting out, right? Exactly. And we forget that yeah. we have food on our table. We got a roof over our heads. Mm -hmm. We got a car to take us from point A to point B. We got health. We got kids. You know, he had everything, right? The, the son of brother, he had all the blessings, but all he immediately forgets because his other brother all of a sudden is getting like yeah. a fat calf. Right. <laughs> Just getting a little bit of, you know, the taste. And I guess as well, I mean, talking this a little bit more on so more mature people walking, you know, with Christ is sometimes at a church, you know, you spend years and you, you start losing your identity. You forget about like you still the house and you have everything from your father. Right. And it's just time to remember that it's not a matter of the years. It's not a matter if you are doing all the things right. It's not a matter if I'm following this, or I'm doing this and I go to church every Sunday and I go to every life group and I go this and I have all the marks if you get to this point of complain why this person why william is now sitting in the podcast and not me that i have been 20 years to be in a church <laughs> right well that's the point you're already at the house right. so you have access to everything but it's sometimes we lose a kind of identity alone yeah you know yeah. throughout the year so i mean that's a good thing as well to remember as yeah. you know as christians you know it resonates with that as well as for other people to say like you know well i need jesus in my life right yeah. the whole scripture about the splinter in the other person's eye, not seeing the plank in yours. Mm -hmm. And then and within this chapter 15, a couple episodes ago, when we talked about the parable of the lost sheep, and he talks about 
more rejoicing in heaven over one sinner who repents than over the 99 righteous who do not need to repent. Mm. We talked about that, but the, that idea of we have to check our hearts. Would we be the heart that says, well, wait a minute, I've been living a good life. Why do they get to now get in at the last minute? <laughs> They've lived a life of squander. They've lived a life of drugs and girls and mm-hmm. all this. And then at the end of, they get to get in at the last minute and yeah. come to heaven. But we've been, we've been sacrificing and doing all this stuff, living a good life. That's basically what the sun's, the sun's doing. Saying, yeah, exactly. Is that, is that our hearts or would we be the more rejoicing in heaven? They're in here too. Right. They're in right. here too. Yeah. You know, they're not going to yeah. miss out on this promise. Yeah. They're not going to miss out on eternal life together, being in the love of the Father. Like, you're right. Our earthly hearts and attitudes get that built up sometimes. We yeah. get, and you're right, even in the church, like, oh, they can't come be a part of this. Or, you know, where's our heart attitude? Yeah. And do, but, do we but have then, the heart of the brother or are we trying to have the heart of the Father? Yeah. Who is, but I love you too. Yeah. Yeah. We're all in this together. Yeah. And I don't want to leave a lost sheep out there. Yeah. It's in our nature to feel that, right? Yeah. To feel that bit of jealousy, right? But it's... That's our flesh. That's our yeah. earthly selves, right? How many times at work? Yeah. You've been working there for, I don't know how many years, and all of a sudden, you know, comes that new guy. Yeah. Promoted right up the ladder. Yeah. yeah. And then you're like, what did that guy do? Exactly. Right. <laughs> exactly. Right. Exactly. Right. No, but, exactly. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, instead of being uh, happy for the person and... And it gets sour, and that happens every day. I mean, like, yeah. we go to our works, we see that, and we are, like, you know, very upset. Why is this is happening? It's yeah. not happening with me. Why I have to wait for so many years? Right. And I guess as a spirit that we have this podcast, I mean, we, we just need to encourage each other and, and realize yeah. that yeah. we have access to many things. God has a plan for us. It's a very individual plan, and Amen. He's always available just to reach out to each of us, I mean, individually. And, and I guess this is the best example. He's not comparing the two sons. Right. He's not saying you're better than this one. Right. He's not judging. He's just saying, you know, a few words without saying, I love you both right. the way that you yeah. are. And that's the message here. It's like he loves all of us as men, as different as we are. Right. Because we are the body of Christ. I like what you said in the previous episode that you start coming to the Lord, going to men's group. And that's exactly what we're doing here with this podcast yeah. is just to talk about these subjects, is to allow men just to hear like, you know, we are men. We have these struggles. We deal with these issues. Mm-hmm. You know, they are real things. But we have one thing in common is we have Jesus and he loves us. Right. And his word is very clear. And that's exactly what we're trying to achieve here. We get together around the fire and we just get absorbed by his love. We need this as men for our daily walk. Yeah, because, I mean, you touched upon this before as well, the men pride, right? It's so hard for a man to come and kind of just lay it down on a table, the struggles, or you're always going to have that barrier. And it's much easier when you're in a group of men Yes. That has the same struggles or yes. has the same problems. Yeah. You know, it's much easier to talk, right? To to discuss, to open up and to realize that you're not alone. To realize that you can be helped. Yes. You can just reach out, just ask, just yeah. say the word. Yeah. Say you the know. word. And I like what you're saying. Whatever struggle you are, I mean, we're going to talk yeah. about this in future podcasts. Is any struggle that you have, I mean, you have issues with drugs, you have issues with pornography, mm-hmm. you have issues with finances, you have issues with relationships, yeah. with, you know, all this kind of stuff. Some topics that we're going to talk about, what the Word of God says, what are the real things that all of us, we have been through, I mean, testimonies from our brothers. Mm-hmm. So we can encourage each other. It's a journey. And this journey is, is a marathon. It's not yeah. a sprint. 
we go back to the same men, <laughs> men's mentality. It's like, yeah. it's my performance. It's like, I have to do it right this time. Yeah. And it's, it's a long thing. So we need, like in a marathon, we need assistance. We need water. Right. You know, we need to eat yeah, you know, food friend. on the yeah. way. We need we need some kind of like, you know, people saying, hey, you know, keep going. Yeah, cheering, cheering. You know, yeah, you know, need, that we need our brothers. We need support. We need edification from one another. You know, the word says that iron sharpens iron. Mm -hmm. That's correct. Have you run a marathon? No, I, I did have marathon. I never I never crossed the threshold yeah. marathon because I was like, no, I don't want I don't want that. You know, I did I did just a half. I I did it once and it was one and and the, the single one and the last one. Never one, last never, one. Never, never doing it again. But it was uh, I think the eight kilometer mark or the ten kilometer mark. You know, they kind of set like milestones, right? If you make it to that, then you you make it to the next one and you make it to the next one. And I remember doing the the marathon. A few friends of mine saw me on the starting line on the on the TV, and they ran to like the the eight or the ten kilometer. I don't remember it was so many years ago. And when I'm crossing that eight or ten, you know, there they are cheering, right? And oh, all of a sudden, like the boost, the, your pain, you know, all of a sudden like goes <laughs> away. You stand up straight, you know, you run a little bit more. Yeah. And then they took the train across town to the next checkpoint, oh, which was fun. like in the same thing. At that point, you're kind of like, <laughs> you know, I don't want to do this anymore. Hitting and the then wall. that gives you that boost again to continue. Yeah, and we hope this this podcast is exactly that. Yeah, like, absolutely. you know, for every we need listener, it. we like, need it on this a day-to-day -day basis. Yeah. It's just keep going, keep going. Don't give up. I mean, even though, yeah. you know, maybe you're sitting in your car, maybe you're driving to work, or you feel frustrated because, you know, the morning didn't start right. But it's, it's, it's not the end. It's no. just the beginning. It's just to say, you know, we have one more day. Just the fact that you're listening to this, it's just like we are, it's a blessing. It's not because you are listening to us. It's just because you have one more day. Right. In Amen. your life, yeah. and you are alive, and that's the privilege just to have that, and that's a good sign. It's just you have opportunities, and you have Jesus with you. If you have that, you have it all, and that's the most important thing. Yeah, and if we can cheer on, if we, yep, you we know, can support help, each help other, that, help that that happen, yep. cheer on, or just give that little boost. I think that's all worthwhile. At each of those right? milestones, correct, exactly. Run the good race. Awesome. This is Grave Robbers Fire Circle. Special thank you to our own Justice Houston for managing our audio and video. This episode was recorded at Harvest Time Church in Greenwich, Connecticut. 